0: Episode 19, the Brum Brum Edition. In this episode, we take pole position at turn one, talking about the ups and downs of F1 2015. Out of nowhere, on lap 14, there's a surprise overtake from a rookie driver who is causing a lot of noise at the moment. Sadly, on lap 55, there's a tragic accident. And finally, the fuckwit Pitman calls over the comms to ask what's working. So strap in, hold tight, and enjoy the ride. Because it's time to go real fast
1: Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast This is episode 19 My name is Alex And I'm joined as ever by my good friend Ash Hello Ash
0: I'm in the car park (laughs) He's still going strong
1: He's on a, a long straight. And so on. It was a very
0: long straight. Hard, um,
1: hard left. Hard, hard, <laughs> left. Hard, <laughs> hard left, two, over crest.
0: Whoa, that's a bit too serious of racing for my liking. <laughs> Where's the power-ups? It is.
1: It is a, you, you prefer that? Yeah. You like that? No. So, this is the the... Brum Brum edition of uh, <laughs> is that the Justice like, for Gamers podcast. Are we in
0: Birmingham or something for the Brum Brum edition. No, no,
1: no driving Brum Brum oh, okay. Brum Brum car. Okay, got you. Like the car Brum from the nineties. Uh, he was yellow. What he show Used to was drive that? out of his. Uh, it was called
0: Brum. Oh, was it called Brum? Okay.
1: Yep, I think it was called Brum. Yeah, he used to drive brum. out of his uh, yeah. showroom. He was in a. I think it was in a museum. And uh, gone adventures
0: around town. Uh, why not?
1: The children loved it.
0: <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> so this is the Brum Brum edition then. I wonder why.
1: Well, I'll tell you for why. Uh, it's There was a, a rather exciting new driving game released uh, last week. Which, obviously, we snapped up straight away. We've been playing the absolute balls off of it. And... That is Rocket League. A blow to the head with a helmet on doesn't hurt nearly as much as a blow to the head without
0: one. (laughs) Rocket League! (laughs) Rocket League! What a game. (laughs) Top 10.
1: What a a game. Easily, easily the best PS Plus title we have ever received as PS4 gamers. What a game. Um, Now, you might perhaps have been thinking that it was the Brum Brum Edition for F1 2015 that yeah. we were hyping up last week. We had it pre-ordered. Um, but all hasn't really gone to plan in, in that sort of department. No, so uh,
0: definitely not.
1: I'm afraid if you're looking at the driving game we have enjoyed the most this week, <laughs> Rocket League. <laughs> yeah,
0: been putting in the fastest laps on that game. But you do. So, yeah.
1: Um Yeah, surprising, but uh not surprising that a game came out a triple A game came out and didn't work properly.
0: Oh That's no. That's not a surprise. Th- was it the servers weren't oh, you know, they 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 weren't working properly, I believe. Yeah, weird, wow. weird one. A We'd unique problem. It. Yeah. Shocker. Mm, <laughs> so
1: <laughs> anyway, let's stop clarting about uh, and get our teeth into it and move on to what we've been playing. Ooh.
0: Would you like to get
1: the ball rolling, or shall I?
0: Well, I'm guessing we've played the same games this week. being Near uh, enough, yes. <laughs> being uh, F1 and uh, also Rocket League. So... Um should we start with F one? Uh you know, alphabetical I think, order. I
1: think we should start with F one, yes. Let's okay. start with F one.
0: So this game's fucking awesome. I really like it. Um I the first impressions was when I loaded up I, I yeah, it was midnight. I was quite tired. Uh i l- jumped jump straight into Monaco like you do on a brand new racing game, go for the ridiculous track. <laughs> And uh, during the well, during the loading screen, it was asking me. Well, I didn't know it was the loading screen because I was doing my settings whilst it was loading. What the fuck? I mean, seriously, it's a beauty. That's that's like, you know, that's next gen shit. That is. That's what it's that a is. beauty. So yeah, that that was cool. Uh, I sat there for a while, not really knowing what was going on, uh, until I saw race or whatever it is at the bottom, and I was like, oh okay, and then straight in which was cool and then it was followed up by a cutscene of like a pan around of Monaco and um, yeah that didn't go too well there was all kinds of frame like, rate it was, it was all like <laughs> popping in and shit and I was like oh oh dear that, that's not good so then uh, I forward jump into the race and then boom off I went and uh, I was shitting myself really because it was really really fast it was fucking awesome Um, The solid 60 frames per second was, like, awesome. And um, because of that, I I didn't notice... uh, You know on previous like racing games where I've I've commented on, like, the draw distance where stuff's, like, popping in, uh, because obviously you're going so fast. um, Because of the speed and the smoothness of the car uh, and the fluidity of it, I, I didn't really notice the uh the, the popping and stuff like that which which is really good um it is there but it's just is cuz it's captivating my um i don't know enjoyment so much uh, i'm not really noticing it the the handling of the cars was spot on Every, everything just feels good about this game um uh, so single player fucking it is awesome what what do you think about the single player so far because uh, I'm guessing you've played a lot of it
1: I've played the absolute bollocks off of this thing um, I think I've put about 20 hours in uh, we've had the game what four four and a half days um I, I have barely put it down. I'm all over it. Nice. Um, totally echo everything you're saying. Really, uh, as you say, with the pop-in, um, it's not full rendering pop-in. It's sort of texture pop-in and stuff. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's, it's not like buildings appear in front of you or anything like that. Um, but yeah, it is there, and and I think that's just the status, the, the state we're in with these consoles just not really having the chops. Um, which is a bit worrying. Although I've heard that the PC port is atrocious, <laughs> um, which is like the new thing for
0: PC. Like them all, yeah. It's, just, it's a standard thing now, isn't it?
1: So yeah, in terms of the gameplay, the mechanics, the way that the car drives and feels, absolutely wonderful. It's comfortably probably the the best sense of speed I've ever experienced on a racing game on any platform yeah totally it feels so fast it's absolutely wonderful the handling is, is vastly improved to previous F1 games meaning that the car feels easier to drive because you can feel stuff a little bit better through the controllers you can catch when the back end goes and that sort of thing, um, even down to um, if you're doing sort of longer Grand Prix's where you've got tire degradation to worry about. Um, if, if your left front tire is wearing quicker than the right front tire, then you'll start getting more vibrations in the left hand side of your pad That's to the cool. right hand side, um, which is yeah, fantastic. Uh, graphically smooth, incredibly smooth. Um, not spectacular graphically it won't blow you away um, the the night circuits and some of the weather effects look very nice but for the most part it's fairly standard fare but I've no problem with that at all um, I, I'd rather it be like that
0: that seems to be a case in quite um, well in most racing games these days is you know you really start appreciating how they look in like the diverse weather uh, and like you say the night instances when they can do cool stuff with the lighting and stuff like that it's it's a bit of a shame because like i'm not a big fan of driving in the rain because like uh i i crash a lot mainly (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but yeah it it is true like like you say like these games really you know take their element like visually when when these things happen which is which is a definite shame but I can live with it
1: much rather have the smoothness (laughs) than the bells and whistles I mean the the best looking new gen racing game is still Drive Club for me I I I don't think anyone's come come anywhere near that it uh, it looks that game looks incredible it really does look fantastic but um, it's got its own problems of course we're not going to be talking about Drive Club but um, yeah so the the single player the mechanics feel great the tracks are beautifully realised um so let's move on to, I, suppose, I just, suppose, modes and AI and that sort of thing. What were you we going to say, buddy? Can I just ask
0: about the, um, the AI on single-player? How have you found that compared to multiplayer? Because uh, we have had some issues. But, uh, yeah, we'll what's, certainly get on that. Well, yeah, yeah, but what about the the single-player AI? Uh, any major uh, incidents? Offline,
1: the, I, I think the AI is pretty good. Um, I don't think there's really enough incidents... Uh, I've done a couple of full-distance races and I don't think that the cars... I don't think the AI drivers lose the cars enough. I don't think there are enough crashes and stuff. Um, you know, very rarely, ha- having completed a race, will anyone have retired or, or anything. And, and this is supposed to be a simulation of Formula 1. When was the last time you watched a Formula 1 race and, and every car everyone that started finished yeah. that race? And like, everyone just stayed in a it perfect doesn't happen. Um, mm, Yeah, the In terms of the fighting with you um, but being fair um, I have been spun on numerous occasions in the single player and every single time I've been spun I've gone back and looked at the replay uh, and up until this point I've probably been spun 15 times and it's Every single time, it has been my fault. I've gone back and looked at, I've been angry at the time, yeah, and I've yeah. gone back and looked at the replay, and I I didn't leave Hamilton enough space down the inside, or Massa was about to hit a wall if he hadn't veered over, and I it's my <laughs> fault, you know. Like, literally, I was I was racing... Um, I can't remember which Grand Prix it was now, but I think it was Hungary, and we were coming around the, where the pit wall is, uh, that final hairpin where the pit wall's on the right-hand side, and I went round... I think it was Massa on the outside, and I just cut in too far, and there was no way he could have avoided me, and it was entirely my fault. I was fucking shouting at my <laughs> at my PlayStation.
0: <laughs> Massa, what are you doing? You
1: prick! <laughs> but it, it was it was my fault. Um, so yeah, overall, yeah, really good. Um, my the problem that I have at this point is that uh, I'm with the assists on the the levels that they're on for me in single player. I'm far too good to be playing on hard, but I'm nowhere near good enough to play on the next... I'm stuck between difficulty levels at the moment. I don't know what the next one up from hard is. It might be expert. I think there's another one above that. Um, I'm sitting in the middle right now of two difficulties, uh, and it's not especially challenging for me on hard right now, having played like 20 hours of it, but I'm... I'm failing miserably and not having a great deal of fun on on the the difficulty above so I just need to improve or get worse (laughs) that's what I need to do (laughs) Um, in terms of modes uh, I know a lot of people well the two things that are missing from this game that that I've seen people online sort of moaning about and and rightly so for the most part are career mode and co-op career mode Um, now It's got championship season mode uh, and it's got this pro season mode as well. So championship season mode is you pick a driver, you pick a driver at a team and you play as that driver for a whole season and you go through, you can have short, medium or long race weekends. So you do your practice, your qualifying, your race, go through a whole season, all the 19 tracks and at the end of it it says you did this well done maybe try it with someone else or whatever and that's it that's your season mode the old ones you made a driver maybe started off at a shitty team maybe caught the eye of ferrari and moved up to up through the ranks to another team or whatever the fact that this game doesn't have that is pretty fucking pathetic if you ask me they've had plenty of time to work on this um that should be in there and they've already said that it's going to be in the next one yeah which means that it's not like they were like yeah we uh we've sacked that off we don't think that's a worthy game mode they've just haven't bothered <laughs> or haven't had time and that's not
0: good enough that's yeah. not good enough do you, do you think the fact that they've spent so much time um rendering the drivers or creating the drivers in um uh, a visual way um that might have had a reason for not putting in a championship mode do you reckon
1: i i couldn't care less okay. i don't care what the reason is um i get what you're saying uh, i i i think the reason that this get that, that these modes aren't there is because they wasted fucking loads of time bringing out two last gen formula 1 games since the ps4 and xbox 1 came out and they were developing those and working on them. Yeah. I mean, the, team, the team's the team been slimmed down since since the last one anyway. So we've been talking about them working on this game for three or four years. I don't think they have. I don't think they have been working on it. For th- I think this game feels like new engine and then we've had a year's Chuck development. Yeah. It, that's what it feels like. The, yeah. the, there's no but excuse I, for it, man. I this, totally agree. This console's been out. For, for yeah, it's coming, two coming years, on two yeah. years now, this isn't a launch time. And title. they would have it's had the
0: console before that as well, surely. Years before. before, yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And it's. And it doesn't. I don't. I'm not a developer, so I don't understand the logistics and the time that goes into these things. But it doesn't feel like a particularly big deal putting the career mode in when you've already got the championship mode already. I mean you, there's barely anything you need to do there. I mean even if you just had a set of menus, you don't even need to render anything.
0: No, totally like, because they didn't in the last one. <laughs>
1: no. I mean that sense of progression it's a, it's a shame that it's not there and yeah. and I'm convinced that they wouldn't have just gone, well, no, we won't bother in general. It's literally, they ran out of time. For whatever reason, they ran out of time. And the same goes for co-op
0: career as well. Yeah, definitely. That's a massive kick in the dick for us, because obviously we play God knows how many hours of co-op gameplay. And, um, well, what was the last one we had, 2013, 2012? 2012, I think. 2012. We we went through the season, what, like two, three times, co-op. It was awesome. So much fun.
1: Yeah. And, you know, you can do it. You can do it. You can set it up in multiplayer with the lobbies and stuff. Yeah. But that's all the more reason why it should be there. It's such a simple thing to implement. Again, it's just a a set of menu screens. You know, the game's already doing it. You just need to dress it up, and we'd be happy. Like that's all there is to it. Um, it's worth noting. I think that, that um, a lot of people possibly don't realise this, but the the lack of a, a, a career mode there is, is disappointing. But at the same time, quick race mode is. Far more intricate and detailed than you would expect it to be. It really isn't just a quick race mode. It's like a multiplayer lobby system for single player play. So you can make your own championship of races there in quick play, in quick race mode.
0: Oh, that's you can cool. set
1: up You can set up what team that you're driving for. You can choose the specific drivers you want to race against, uh, the length of the... You know, you can do the practicing, the qualifying, everything. So... It's like a an edited championship season mode,
0: yeah. which is nice. I think that's cool so what about the pro career or whatever it's called what's what's the main differences for that?
1: Well, this is the thing that they would they were talking about because they had to talk about something so <laughs> when when the press releases came out for this game, which were fairly late on. And at the time, we were we were commending Codemasters for not really showing too much before the game came out. I now firmly believe that's because they didn't fucking have anything like this. <laughs> this is a last minute thing. Yeah, it 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 wasn't ready. It was barely ready at E3. I mean, if you saw any, they didn't show hardly anything there, and the it was it was clearly an alpha, and the steering wheel was going over the top and stuff. But they were talking about, oh yeah, we've got this new game mode. Um, not mentioning the fact that they'd axed two or three others but um, this is all very well and good as an addition this pro, pro game mode but there's such a small number of people who are going to even touch it that it feels like it's the sugar on top, you know, it's not Oh, it's not fair that that replaces these other game modes that were more accessible to all. So, the way this game mode works is it's exactly the same as a championship season, but you're completely restricted in terms of your options. Everything's switched up to full full kilter, so there's no assists. You can't pick your view, you only get cockpit view. There's no uh, HUD or telemetry on the screen, just if you know you have to read the the readings steering off of the wheel. steering wheel okay, yeah. or contact your uh, guy in the, in the pits Pittman. old pitman yeah um all of the race distances are full length so it's an hour and a half practice a full qualifying and then a full Fuck length yeah, race no. you know people haven't most people haven't, oh, got, haven't time got time to time do
0: this that. and no chance
1: no it's it's an and uh, i mean i i've i've raced this as i said i've been i've been playing Barely anything but this, just this Rocket League, really, for the last sort of four, five, six days, and uh, I couldn't put, a, I couldn't string a lap together um, at all on this thing. I couldn't, I could not get the car around the track with all the assists off. Um, I, yeah, I, I just don't have the talent, and uh, not sure even with the time that I can be bothered to invest it. Maybe with a wheel, it'd be different, but. Um, it's just a fucking pain in the ass, <laughs> as far as I can tell. So and, um,
0: it's, it's pretty much pointless it being there for like 95% of anyone that's going to buy this game.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think even people who, it, who even the people it's for, would con- concede that, okay, this is a real niche thing. Yeah. And for there to only be like four or five game modes in your game. Yeah, including like one time of trial and quick race, and that's one of them, that's yeah. poor. I think that's yeah, poor, it's, it's and it, no, it further no. reinforces what else is missing, more yeah. important things that are missing. Um, so we haven't even touched on online, buddy, and I think it's time that we did. So do you want to get the ball rolling here? Anything can happen in
0: Formula One, and it usually does. Shenanigans. I'm calling it. Um, Lanolin. Lanolin sheeps wool indeed <laughs> um so um we we got on we got in a game and with them we played it for a good you know good hour or, or so on Friday night and then something kind of clicked um where you know someone one of us would finish like third and then look at the grid at the end and be like oh I'm 19th. How'd that happen then uh, after further inspection we found out that um the game would uh, not kick us but make our own separate games for everyone after so long bit like 2 seconds or you know a couple of laps within in the game and yeah um your online buddies would be taken over by ai counterparts and make it completely pointless to play online. That's that's pretty much what happens there.
1: Yeah. There's <laughs> there, there's a whole host of problems with online. Um I I don't know why these things are happening, i don't know if they're working on a patch i haven't heard anything fucking from them at all. They haven't said anything on their facebook or or any of their social media stuff. There haven't been any press releases, and no games websites seem to be going. Formula 1's multiplayer mode is fucked it's, it's a bizarre blackout at the moment and I don't really understand yeah. it plenty of people complaining on social media no response from Codemasters normally with the sort of issues that we've been having you'd have expected a patch or something by now um, no sign of that either unless it's literally just server capacity issues that doesn't seem likely either uh, not on no. you know this vast PlayStation yeah. network. It's not like anything else has launched recently, but yeah, the m- <laughs> the m- the biggest problem that we're having is it's literally migrating you on the fly during a race without telling you that it's doing that. So you'll be driving along, and you'll be in fifth, and your friend will be in second or whatever, and then completely on the fly, presumably due to server issues or you know a, a loss of connection or whatever it will migrate you to a new instance it will basically put you on your own server your friends will be ai controlled all of a sudden you'll be in a race they'll be in a race and you won't notice it straight away it, you won't no. notice you can't unless you're no. literally Good. fighting with them then you won't even spot that it happens
0: yeah the the main time cuz we thought oh maybe it's down to the fact that we're filling up all the other like 17 spaces with ai characters so uh we start a new um a new race uh without ai just the three of us uh, at the time and within two corners we're all saying something completely different like i on my screen i was second but on yours i was third and it's just like all three of us were just split up individual races and like what's what's the point what I said the, to you at the time. The total point.
1: I would much rather get kicked and know that there was an issue than the game yeah. try and pretend that there fucking isn't. And this yeah. is this is this is the biggest issue. There's uh, there's about ten others, um, which feel less <laughs> important. They they would be a, a massive pain in the ass every single one of them if it wasn't for the ludicrousness of of what we've just been talking about. But there, there's all sorts of other problems. The, all of the AI drivers are dropped from a height onto the grid at the start of every race, <laughs> only a couple <laughs> of inches, but you just shake. think, why the fuck aren't the cars on the track at the start of the race? It's so yeah, stupid. They, they jitter all over the place. That There's all sorts of lag, lag issues, not just from the people that you're playing against, but the AI drivers that the game is trying to track for all of you as well. Um sometimes they'll just lose, completely lose track of where you are and just take you out. Sometimes uh, I'll tell you'll you, be invisible the, and they'll just pass through you as if you weren't
0: there at all. My favourite moment for that was... Um, I can't remember which race it was. Uh, so we're on the starting grid. Uh, I'm driving forward. The driver in front of me veers off to the right, so I'm like, ah, oh, sweet, I can just go straight past him. So I get like halfway up his car and then just boom veers back in left takes off my tire so i i lasted about five (laughs) seconds in that race which was uh i've
1: seen ai drivers inside each other's cars i've seen one where uh, i i did a a race earlier today i tried it publicly and uh four of the cars didn't render on the grid they just were invisible wow um There's all sorts of problems. We were racing um, on the the other night. We were racing and I suddenly had a thing come up saying that I'd performed an illegal overtake. There was no one there. There were no cars around (laughs) me at the time.
0: The other one is um, when you put in a fastest lap and then one of the AI characters beats that by about six seconds. (laughs) Yeah, I I had that the other
1: day. I had one the other day where... um, I, I was going around Brazil when I put in. I think I put in like a one fourteen around Brazil. Fairly nice. respectable, yeah. and then Raikkonen and done a thirty-two second lap. Wow! That's <laughs> I fucking was like Jesus.
0: Like Mark Five speed. That's insane. Didn't even know
1: see him overtake me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw him. <laughs> it's fucked. It's really fucked. Yeah, um, it's a bit I hope that they fix it they really will. quickly because yeah. it's it's. Borderline unplayable at this point online. Um, as a as a huge fan of Formula One and racing games, I. I have more than enough there in that game, offline and online. There's more than enough for me. I, I, I'm, I don't mind that much that the career isn't there. It's disappointing, and I think it's lazy. But the fact that it isn't there, the fact that the co-op season thing isn't there, the game plays really nice. I've been waiting for this thing for ages and ages and ages. And if the multiplayer was to just work, I mean, the lobby system's all there, and the tracks are excellent, and the cars are excellent. If if the servers would just work properly then I'm I'm completely happy with this game like yeah totally because I think the AI offline if if that was the same online then it would be fine um we can do everything we want to do on there we can make our own championships and, yep. and choose how many laps and and everything yeah um they just need to sort the fucking servers out, man. And yeah. I just hope it is the servers and
0: not a netcode issue because otherwise we've got another drive club on our hands. Love it. So, to finish the uh, the shit sandwich, uh, we're going to say, uh, what do you think about the new tracks on this one?
1: So, since the last F1 game we bought, we've got, is it Russia and Mexico are the new ones? Yes. Uh, on... Uh, I think they're both fantastic, actually. Me too. Uh, I'm really really I think really Russia's them. awesome. Yeah, we were Russia's disappointed that Valencia was axed because we used to love that, didn't we? That was your that favorite was one, favorite in fact, was
0: it? That was my favorite Valencia. Yeah, it's fucking. I loved that track. So good.
1: Yeah, it's brilliant that Euro Grand Prix. But but the Russian track kind of kind of fills that hole a little. You know, it's got a uh, sort of street circuit thing. Yeah, yeah, which is
0: really cool. I like those tracks. They're and very the Mexico dangerous. one it feels really cool
1: to be driving that Mexico track before the real the yeah, real, um, yeah totally I agree with that championship goes there and yeah. it's really cool loads of cool infield bits and you go between the stands at one point I love it I think it's great
0: yeah I also love the fact that they've put the 2014 season in there as well oh yeah so we've got absolutely um, what's call it in there as well um, Hockenheim Hockenheim yeah
1: and last season's cars and and it uh, if 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 I were you, I'm talking to you, dear listener. If I were you, buying this game and starting a championship season, uh, I would I would race the 2014 season because there was slightly more parity there. You know, the Mercedes weren't quite so overpowered as they are in the current season. You got two extra cars on the grid as well because Caterham was still about. 2014 was a better championship, and you can choose which one you want to race. Also, two things here. It seems that you can only race one championship at a time. So you can't have five saves of you racing as different drivers and different in different parts of the season. You can only race, like, if you one start a 2015 time. season and you're on race five, you can't yeah. start a new one without deleting that, which is fucking archaic, frankly. <laughs> yeah, but multiple saves. On the would flip be, side of that, if you switch to the. Other seasons. So if you're doing 2015 season and you switch to 2014, you can do one of those at the same time as well. So you can have one of each season on the go at the same time.
0: That's quite good, Um, then,
1: at least. As I said, you can make your own seasons in Quick Race. uh, And I highly recommend you do that because um, you can, yeah, you can do whatever you want there. It's really nice. I
0: like that. Gibbons, buddy. So that is uh, F1 2015 so far.
1: Yep. Um, We're going to keep playing the balls off of this thing and we'll keep you updated with our multiplayer exploits, or lack thereof. Mm. Um, But I think we should probably move on to the main event. What a boring sport Formula One is! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the big dog. The biggest surprise on PlayStation since I arrived on the scene. The best PS Plus release I've ever had from Sony. Um, and the most fun I've ever had on a PlayStation 4 console genuinely it's the most fun uh, It is. It's, this it's, is Rocket League
0: yeah it is Rocket League and you're right it is just so much fun and it's some sort of wizardry I reckon why it's so much fun because it shouldn't be it's like it's so stupid a, yeah it's so stupid it's such a basic idea but everything just about it works really well um and it's just so much fun, like uh maybe not so much one v one but <laughs> because it's it's quite tame in that way, but as soon as you start introducing more players or cars on the field, then it just becomes a whole different ball game, really, like um so we started Bleh. off, oh yeah, nice cheeky pun. Um, we started off doing just like a a 2v2 against the bots and um, like within like a couple of games we'd find ourselves like linking up in some sort of not pez way but you know some way where someone would boot it round the corner or something and then the other would be in the box to smash it home and and it, it was just really natural. It, it, you didn't have to think about it. It was weird. It, it, I don't know. Um, it was very confusing.
1: <laughs> it's fucking great, this thing. Yeah. It really is great. Um, we had... Um, I'm not going to obviously skip to ahead to Fuckwick Corner, but I can't really leave this until then. So there was a question from Funk this week. Or, well, not really a question. Just echoing what we're saying, really. He just said, Rocket League... What's that about? It shouldn't be good, but it is. What's that magic ingredient?
0: I don't know, simplicity mixed with like quick things that go fast. I, I don't know. It's a it, game that works. That's one thing. It's that's the main thing. <laughs> it it
1: controls so nicely, I think. Yeah. Um it's so crisp. Um it just feels really nice to play. It's a very simple idea. It's also funny. Like I think it is quite funny. Yeah. Um but the more you play it the more you, more you realize that there's so much going on there in terms of at first you think okay it's you know say 2v2 you got two ra- like rocket powered radio controlled car thingies both of them trying to put a giant ball in a goal. That's it's just that it's it's car football <laughs> off of like top gear or whatever. <laughs>
0: And the ball doesn't go in the goal it explodes
1: it explodes <laughs> blowing anyone nearby miles away from the goal yeah it's it's just a pleasure to play you can do somersaults and flips um it doesn't seem to get old. We we played it for fucking like three and a half hours the other night, just uh, just over and over again, just readying up, going round again, another five minute match, yeah. another five minute match.
0: I've gone through a um, a nine day season on it on my own uh, in uh, with a bot as well, and um, I realised uh, I played a bit with my son earlier today that you can have like two local players um, doing it. I know it would be split screen, but I'm thinking. Bit a share play buddy
1: yeah that could be good man that could be good yeah it's got the split screen in there it looks really nice as well that's worth noting graphically yeah. for, for something that's clearly a, a, a lower budget game from a small studio it runs on the Unreal engine and looks really lovely um, all the effects are really nice no frame rate issues of any kind uh, everything just really nice I like all the replays then you've got all of the uh, the trinkets and hats that you can adorn your car with collectibles uh,
0: nothing to do with performance no uh, because every single game you play that's a new little item you know you get something new every time and I I think that's another reason why we kept playing it because we'd see like the AI with like a sombrero or a crown and we're like I need that (laughs) which (laughs) is it's it's so dumb but it's like yeah all I've got to do is play another game oh no I've got to have more fun to unlock this stupid hat or something like that and once again I don't know why why have the cars got stupid hats on it doesn't make sense I don't know Um, but it's so much fun I've currently
1: got a uh, pirate's hat on and on the top of my little radio controlled aerial, I've got a gingerbread man Nice. (laughs) I don't know why
0: that's all you need. I've got the. I've also got the pirate hat at the moment, and I've got the skull decal, so I'm like super pirate. I can't remember Lovely. what I've got on my antenna. I think it's like a, a, a horseshoe at the moment. You know, like you do. But I have got. I do, when I boost, I do shit out flowers, which is nice. And I've got the rainbow, oh, no, of course. You can't ever get rid of that. It's <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, Rocket League. We we did have a few issues with um, connectivity um, to the servers. Only about two or three three games where that happened, but we just disconnected and found a new lobby, and then it was fine. Um, they came out and said, "Yeah, we didn't expect that many people to play this, even though it's a free." P- uh, PS yeah, Plus uh, game. I mean, was...
1: that probably wasn't that clever, really. Yeah, no, Saying they didn't expect such high volume. You launched on fucking PS Plus, and you know how many people have got that. You know? In the
0: summer as well, when people. In the play Yeah, with nothing else anything. to play,
1: like nothing coming out. Yeah, not very clever. But you can also understand to a degree why they don't want to invest heavily in masses of servers when it's likely that. You know, about two half the user now. base are going to fall by the wayside in a <laughs> yeah, week or two. Exactly. Um, as you say, we found that if you're having connection problems, just just disconnect and reconnect. You know, just find a new server. And once you get into a server. Then you don't have to leave that lobby to make changes to settings and stuff. You can make a 2v2, you can turn it into a 3v3 staying on that server. You can change, you can invite people or change the teams around. You can adjust everything once you're in there, even down to the stadium and the length of time and everything like that. So, um, yeah, very simple, but everything that it does, it does. Brilliantly well, and it's an absolute joy to play with your friends. It, I, yeah, I just the, love it. I want to play it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do it in a bit, buddy. Don't worry. But I was gonna say, the <laughs> um, the, like going back to like the lobbies and stuff like the drop in, drop out, it's it's so easy. Like, um, we were playing, I had to pop out and sort my daughter out for a bit. Um, I, I came off the game, loaded it back up again. I still had your previous invite. I joined it and then I was in the game. I didn't have to wait for you to finish that game. It's just like, what side do you want to be on? I was like, I want to be on the blue team with my buddy. And it was just like, boom, I'm straight back in. Like, why don't other games do this?
1: I, yeah, I don't know, why, man. Why? I mean, the way that just uh, for the benefit of the listeners, the way that works is if someone gets disconnected or doesn't ready up, Quickly enough, or anything like that, then the game just launches with an AI counterpart yeah. there, and then as soon as as soon as Ash came back and and it accepted the invite and hit Blue Team, then that AI guy disappeared and was replaced by Ash, and we were away. We didn't need to start again. I was halfway through a match. Fantastic lobby settings and. Fluidity
0: as well. So what well, I, why well, I can't like other football games or other sports games or other games just just generally do that? I mean that that's fantastic, especially for me who, who might have to nip off for like five minutes here or there to like yeah. do things. But yeah, all in all, Rocket League, fucking awesome, man. Seriously, what a game!
1: Yeah. Now we didn't think that uh like we when we were talking last week about the next podcast at no point did we think that Rocket League would be the main event but uh it has outshone F1 because of F1's <laughs> multiplayer problems now yes. I I just yeah it's fairly unbelievable to be honest and uh, I I listened I actually listened back to last week's podcast earlier because I wanted to remember what we'd actually said about Rocket League it was a general mockery on our parts Um, and you started talking about Rocket League I sort of mentioned it and what it was and you said mate we're going to play the absolute balls (laughs) off of that thing You
0: you were spot on damn right I'm never wrong you were spot on if I am wrong I'll just edit the truth
1: so yeah, Rocket League. If you haven't downloaded it yet, then go and download it. I'm I'm sure it's on PC as well. I don't I don't know if it's on Xbox yet.
0: No, I don't think it's on Xbox. It is it's just PS4 and PC. So, have you been playing anything else, buddy?
1: Uh that is basically the end of what we've been playing, but I did uh pop onto the store today, as I always do on a Wednesday, to see if there's anything new on there. Um and There was a a new game on there called Peaceful. Um, Mm. Play on words of peaceful, peaceful as in a peace and falling down peaceful. Um, Now this game was 99p, so (laughs) I bought it and sent it to download to your console, and and then I downloaded it and played it as well. Um, It's a little, it's a simple little puzzle game. Um, made by students at Sheffield Hallam University uh, and I thought that was quite cool that Sony had uh, you know, you hear about these game jams and stuff on PC and a lot of the games that sort of indie titles can, can kind of come out of that Um just thought it was quite cool that there was a, a university project popped up on the PlayStation Store um, Yeah, definitely, that's cool And, you know, for a pound, w- why not? Like exactly. really, why not? It was um, like
0: when when we bought home, that was only like two quid, and I mean, we played it twice or something. But that'll do a couple of quid. I'll yeah, that.
1: yeah. We probably played it for a couple of hours. That was fine. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might go back one day. Who knows? Um, but, yeah. but yeah, so this thing is it's a puzzle game. It's basically like a sort of three D top down Tetris. So the the basic idea of the game is there there are, are four sort of uh, playing areas on each island, and uh, you have to fill in the holes. Basically, so you fill in the holes with these Tetris pieces, which you have to rotate round. But it's not quite as simple as it sounds because it can be quite finicky getting them the right way up and the right way round. You have to kind of you can only rotate them on two axes. So and they're constantly sort of slowly lowering down the screen. And you've got to get them grass side up because it's often a lawn or snow side up or whatever. The soil needs to be at the bottom, um, and you'll have two or three pieces coming down and a large grid, and you need to fill these pieces in. They need to. It's basically like doing a, a jigsaw under pressure, um, but it's it's yeah, it's a nice, simple little game. I played it for about half an hour. Um, and I can see myself putting dipping a toe in for sort of fifteen, twenty minutes when I'm waiting for people to come online and that sort of thing. Yeah. And for a pound, like what can go wrong? Um true. Graphically it's quite quite nice. Nice music as well on there. It's just a cool little puzzle game. And uh I highly recommend you um yeah, dip a toe in. It's it's ninety nine P. Why not? You know. So that's what we've been playing.
0: Nice, buddy. Nice. Lab 28 out of 56, which,
1: unless I'm very much mistaken, is half the distance. And now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. And normally this is a fairly light-hearted uh, or, or a sort of piss take of various businesses like you know we've <clears throat> we've had Bungie on here recently we had a, a Fonz from Yubi last week um, and I know that this is supposed to be a kind of a funny section but at the same time when something happens in the gaming industry like what's happened this week then you know we we kind of had to talk about this and it seemed kind of fitting in our podcast setup that uh, this was the mother of all phoenixes, really. Um,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: So, this, what we're talking about here is uh, the president of Nintendo, Satoru Iwata, lost his battle to cancer this week, which um, I think it, it was all kind of kept fairly hush hush up until last year when he uh, had to pull out of. I think it was E3 the Nintendo Direct thing. Yeah. Um it turned out he was having an operation as, um to remove a tumor a tumor bile duct tumor. I I've never really heard of this before to no, be honest. No, I hadn't either. um just know that it's it was cancer. Um but yeah, uh, he passed away last week and um we couldn't really not have a little segment on him really because he did a lot for well, he did a lot for Nintendo, but a lot for the industry as a whole and and chances are he will have worked on something if you 're if you 're a gamer who 's been playing games for many years i 'm sure he 's worked on something that um that you 've played you 've enjoyed maybe has affected you in some way so I just thought i 'd put a little thing together um, just going through his his sort of working life in the industry and and what he was all about um which I'm going to read for you now. Uh, So, Iwata was 55 years old, uh, but he was born in Sapporo, Japan, uh, and was gaming from a very early age. He started working on coding games in his teens, and while he was studying at the Tokyo Institute of Technology, he took an unpaid internship at Commodore Japan. Uh, He also worked freelance for HAL Laboratory who worked closely with Nintendo for many years, often collaborated with them, helped them with projects. Uh, When he graduated he got a full-time job at HAL uh, and eventually became president when they were going through really rough times steering them away from financial troubles. Eight years later he joins Nintendo and it was only two years after that that he became president of Nintendo. Uh, and he joined the company shortly after the GameCube was released and was completely flopping. Um, at the time he said, he was quoted saying that he thought gaming was too shut off and exclusive uh, and hidden from view and they, they needed to focus, Nintendo as a business, needed to focus on families and gaming for all um and his vision and stewardship led to the Wii and the DS.
0: Yeah. And
1: those two consoles are Nintendo's two best-selling consoles of all time. Um the Wii was also the fastest-selling console ever uh, and it sits level with the original PlayStation at over 100 million sales worldwide. Um I think they still sell them today as well man the Wii. Like yeah, people are still do. buying that thing. It's weird. And I know you still play it as well um yeah, definitely. quite regularly. So um yeah just just a, a measure of the man in 2011 when Nintendo was hit hard by the economic downturn, uh, Iwata halved his own salary. Um, he was integral to the development of the NX as well so the final chapter of his legacy is still to come. Um, he created Nintendo Direct as a sort of anti show to the glitz and ridiculousness of e3 uh, and my favorite moment of his was at the start of that, first conference, that Nintendo Direct conference in 2012 where the camera turned on and he was just standing in his office (laughs) looking at a bunch of bananas in yeah. silence, and they before suddenly dropping the bananas from view and starting the conference up. That was kind of the mark of the man. It was really f- fucking funny that. Like it, I, it still makes me laugh. I watched that today, and it still makes me laugh every time I see that. And of course, uh, there was a bit of a homage to that in the Nintendo Direct this year, where they did a lot of stuff with puppets, uh, but they still had. Iwata with his bananas in puppet form at the start of the conference <laughs> um, so yeah during his life he worked on games like The Legend of Zelda Super Mario Brothers Balloon Fight uh, loads of iterations of Pokemon in fact the, the best selling Pokemon games Nintendo ever released he worked on before he'd actually joined them as a company he was still working for HAL Laboratory at the time yeah. uh, Animal Crossing Kirby Super Smash Brothers um, so he, he's been all about it, man, and um, I think his most famous quote, um, the one that pops up on his Wikipedia, is it, it's all over the internet this week, obviously, because a lot of people kind of mourning the loss, um, he, he said, on my business card, I am a corporate president, in my mind I am a game developer, but in my heart I am a gamer. And that is a cool quote from a cool man, who Indeed. will definitely be missed from the industry, and... I can't wait to see the NX now because I know that he had a huge part to play in it. Um, really sad, really, really sad. Um, yeah, <laughs> d- difficult to tackle on this stupid podcast that we Indeed. do. But yeah.
0: um, I think I think we've done all right though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we've d- we've done all right. Yeah. Um, so yes, that'll do us. And yes, I am very much mistaken. Twice 26 is not 58. We are not quite at the halfway point of the race. Well, we are now, actually. And now it's time for the news.
0: The news. The
1: news. The news. The news. The news. The news. The news. All right. No, no more. (laughs) Number one.
0: Number wang.
1: Number wang. Gears of War Ultimate Edition console bundle looks a pretty good bloody deal to me. That's the first one. So um, this is coming out... I think it's coming out the week before the game comes out but uh, it's a, I think it's a digital edition so it'll just be a code and it doesn't get you early access to the game but uh, the bundle is a 500 gig Xbox One a copy of Gears Ultimate uh, a pre-order skin and two weeks of Xbox Live for £310 Um, since the drop in price uh, it's 300 for the console usually so you're talking a tenner for the new <laughs> yeah. the new Gears remaster, basically. Bad, if you're jumping yeah. in now, I do. And don't What'd forget you that
0: cool uh, cold pre order skin as well, buddy. You know, <laughs> yeah, like
1: yeah. Makes... Apparently, some people might care about that. Uh,
0: yeah. But uh... yeah, not bad. You probably end up getting it cheaper than that, and like probably the new Gears chucked in as well at some point. I reckon. Um, I wouldn't jump the gun at that straight away, to be honest. Uh, I'd wait and see what else pops up. Uh, but, yeah, cracking, mate.
1: I think you're right. I think um, I think a lot of people are going to be getting Xbox Ones this Christmas, you know.
0: And uh, clearly either a bit too much beer there or he's hit his head on something because he's not being sensible at all.
1: I think uh, they had a good E3. They've announced lots of cool stuff. There's games coming out that people are going to want to play at the end True. of this year. Stuff like Tomb Raider. Stuff like Gears. Um yeah i think things are looking quite rosy um for Microsoft cut leading up to the christmas period i know talking about the christmas period so we're halfway through july but you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah well, it's gonna happen
0: gotta start thinking about it now buddy
1: oh god yeah oh, so n- number two uh, Hatterful Boyfriend is coming to PS4 and Vita on the 21st of July. I don't know Have you seen is. this game?
0: Yeah. Do you know the anything about this? One, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It's weird.
1: <laughs> so this is the the game Hatterful Boyfriend, where you play as a young Japanese girl. Uh, Going to school at a school full of pigeons and yep. other birds, uh, and you have to try and um hook up with various <laughs> pigeons, um, date them, um, and so on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh, it's an extremely strange game. I, I don't really get it to be honest, uh, but some people like that kind of thing you know some form of beast one of those aliens. isn't it
1: yeah one of those uh, youtube <laughs> yes yeah bit of a weird concept um <laughs> it's it's real youtube fodder i think this game um i don't know why it's coming out on the ps4 <laughs> i don't know why but it
0: is, but yeah, looking forward to it. It's next week or so, is it? Yeah, cool.
1: Yeah, twenty first of July. Yeah, uh, mate. Next, Let's buy it. Pre-order. <laughs> Let's move on from the pigeon dating simulator. <laughs> <laughs> next, uh, Criterion released a statement today. Uh, today being Wednesday, the fifteenth of July, they said that they have something amazing to reveal. Something amazing. Amazing. Um, presumably that isn't uh, the fucking tech demo bullshit we were shown at EA's E3 2014 conference, Ash.
0: <laughs> maybe. We'll see.
1: So, I mean, something amazing. Burnout? I can't think what else would be something amazing. Like, yeah. Uh, maybe like a Burnout Paradise 2 or something like that. That would be pretty amazing because that was a beloved game.
0: Wasn't there talk about like um, some sort of Burnout book? But- with all vehicles and and stuff
1: like boats. Yeah, well this like, or, this demo I'm kind of it. had that like the, that that 2014 demo that was basically polygons with no textures like it was yeah. clearly so early um that had sort of hang gliding and quad bikes and and all that sort of thing in there. Um I just don't know. I don't know, but they've said something amazing which you know Those words are designed to hype people up. Um, I I look forward to finding out what this amazing thing is and deciding for myself whether I would classify it amazing. Yeah, we'll see. Next. uh, The Elder Scrolls Online is getting its first DLC pack next month. Sweet. Uh, It's free to the uh, monthly subscribers. Everyone else has to pay for it.
0: Do we know how much it is?
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to be fifteen pounds or oh. uh, two thousand five hundred crowns. They've done that thing where uh, it's two thousand five hundred crowns, but you can't buy two thousand five hundred crowns because you can yeah, only buy crowns in a thousand.
0: Yeah, I love that. So shit. it's three thousand like crowns. Going back it's to the fucking Microsoft quid. points, it's like fucking. Now move on from it, seriously.
1: It's pathetic, isn't yeah, it? It's it really just the is. most
0: childish,
1: money-grabbing bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't
0: expect anything less. No, um, I don't think so. These type of games always do that kind of thing anyway. So, uh, to be expected. Cool news that it's getting DLC and stuff for it, but I probably won't get it because there's already way too much in that game for me to even consider getting through.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's... If it's content you're after, then I don't know what's wrong with you because the the one thing that game absolutely isn't lacking is is content and quests and areas to visit and stuff. The the new content that in this pack is new districts and a couple of new missions, additional dungeons, some new quests, enemies and characters, new currency, weapons and armor. It's kind of got this imperial city. Thing going on, so explore Imperial City, visit the Crown Store, will reward players with a host of new collectibles, including pets, mounts, costumes, and polymorphs. Great. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who it is who needs content for this game. It's so early in its well, the, the, the life only thing cycle. I can on think consoles. of is, is
0: um, the, the PC version's been out for a good year or so, isn't it? So maybe is it there first. Bit of DLC for them as well, so could uh, well be. Yeah. That's the only reason I could think it's coming out so close to the um, the console release, but yeah, cool yeah. news.
1: I suppose you could say the same about the GTA heists, really, couldn't you? Um, in reverse because it was the PC users that just jumped in and then they got the heists straight yep, away, true. and uh, everything so yeah. yeah. Next thing, Deep Silver has dropped Jaeger from Dead Island 2. Um, that's pretty big news, isn't it? Jaeger have been working on this thing for ages. Yeah. This was available for pre-order on the PlayStation Store like a yeah. year ago. Um, well not? maybe not a year ago, but certainly after last... Yeah. You know, it, was, it probably was a year ago, because it was after last year's E3. Mm. Um, I saw gameplay footage and a, a, de- a tech demo and everything of this thing at E3 2014, and I thought, personally, it looked fucking garbage. But, yeah. you know... Um, it's been in the works for ages and ages and ages. Um, Jaeger kind of released a statement today and said that the move was down to the two respective companies' visions falling out of alignment. Um, yeah, It's kind of funny, really, because, you know, Dead Island, Lands, it was kind of a bit of a B movie-style video game, and they were kind of mocked, and then they released Riptide, which is more of the same. And then Dying Light came out, and Smashed it. reasonably critical acclaim for the most part, you know, 9s yeah, out of 10s across the board and stuff whereas Jaeger kind of already had that acclaim from Spec Ops The Line which went down very very well and and now they seem washed up and I don't know what's going to happen with Dead Island but uh, there's not really a shortage of zombie games so I suppose no, it's not the end of the world If <laughs> I
0: still think um, we'll probably pick up like Dying Light maybe like end of the year, beginning of next I reckon just for that Bit of zombiness. Just it's got little... the co-op element, hasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And th- like, we really enjoyed Dead Island. Um, through it Dead so Island syndrome, you know, classic. But um, textbook. Yeah, um, th- yeah. I'm I'm alright for Dead Island too. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Meh. Meh. We <We'll> move on. <laughs> yeah. Next,
1: uh, PlayStation Now is now in open beta, so everyone can see. The stupid fucking rental prices for themselves <laughs> get involved. Uh, I just read what I wrote earlier. Indeed, um, That's a good one. Yeah, you can get on this now. Uh, so PS Now is an open beta. You can go and rent your games. Prices range for, from from two ninety nine for two days of rental, although a lot of them are four ninety nine for two days of rental, up to seven ninety nine for thirty days of rental. Um, I think we've mentioned it last week possibly the week before as well Hmm. i don't know why you'd pay eight pounds to rent something for a month um in 2015 especially an old gen game that's had nothing done to it and you're streaming it so even if it's working absolute optimum it's probably a lesser experience than you would have got on the previous console just slightly um I really enjoyed my time with the PlayStation Now beta when all of the games were free. I thought it was wonderful. But uh, they aren't free anymore. And I wouldn't pay to rent a game now in 2015. I wouldn't rent a game, any game. No, Would you? So.
0: No, the last time that I rented games was um, with uh subscription to Love Film. Um, but I think that was a bit different because it was like... Current gen games at the time, and like I just get shitty games that I was like, I don't really want to buy them, but I'll play them. And plus, you know, you get films and shit with that as well. So I don't know, it's like a magazine subscription, that, yeah, kind it, of really. thing. It's like Netflix and the yeah, yeah. Um, um, but the the way this is done, like, um, you've only got 30 days to or two days or whatever for that kind of money, it's a, it's a bit much for for me thank you very much I'm And good. with
1: the Xbox now as well with the backwards compatibility and the fact that you're going to be able to buy games from yeah. the library and like Sony needs to act they really need to do something about this because every week that goes by PS now looks more and more stupid and oh, the technology is spectacular behind this thing like it deserves to be a success but they gotta read between the lines here it's I I can't imagine that the bulk of the PlayStation community want to spend anything on something they're renting. You you know, let me buy the game on PS now. I'll still stream it, but let me buy it and always have access to it. And look at what Microsoft are doing with the backwards compatibility. If you already own a game, if it's already in your library, you can play it. And that needs to happen as well on PS Now. If I if I had Uncharted 3 on the PlayStation 3, I should be able to play it on PS Now, and I shouldn't have yeah. to pay a rental fee for it. I've bought that game. It's your version of backwards compatibility. Yeah, sort me out.
0: Definitely. And um, while we're giving PlayStation a bash, in do you want to talk about the uh, shenanigans of the F1 download? Debacle, right. Oh my
1: god, I, I had actually blocked <laughs> yeah. this from my memory, I think. I know, it's, like, not even on, it's not even just, on the podcast
0: notes This has just popped back into my head.
1: So, the PlayStation Network is absolutely fucking diabolical. Now, we knew this when we switched from Xbox 360, but we hoped the fact that they were introducing a subscription fee... For PlayStation Plus, including server uh, server work and multiplayer, we hoped that it would improve, and, and I'm sure that it has because I heard horror stories beforehand. It's still it, it's it's 2015, and this service is still letting us down on a regular basis. We started up Formula One downloading. It's a modest file size for a next gen game. I think what what was it? Twenty gigs.
0: Twenty. 20 was it 21 26? 21 gigs something like that something like it was that. a bit of an update as well wasn't there yeah it was,
1: it was sub sub 30 gigs anyway yeah. um i started that thing downloading at 1.30 in the afternoon the day before launch. Mind you, that's the um,
0: earliest you could start downloading it as well. Not like a whole yeah. week to preload this thing.
1: No, I didn't, didn't go live till sort of 1 the day before the game comes out. You know, the game's coming out at midnight. Um, it took me, I think it took me 13 hours in the end to download this game on a 50 meg connection the the four point something megs that were required for you to do a couple of quick races while you're waiting for everything else to download took it took something like six and a half seven hours to download um nothing wrong with my connection speed tests were showing 45 50 meg i was getting all the time um we were adjusting a few settings here and there, and and that seemed to be changing things. As in, but at one point it said it was going to take sixty nine hours to download. Yeah. It's pathetic. We're terrible. paying for this service. I mean, you, they wouldn't put up with it on Steam, and they're not paying right for now. the servers on that. Yeah, it's it's incredibly incredibly awful. The download speeds are terrible, absolutely terrible. Yeah. And your your connection's more than double the speed
0: of mine and you're having no joy either, were you? No, like um I started mine off at like half five when I got back from work and uh I finished downloading the four five gigs around about quarter to eleven. I was like thinking like fucking hell no, I'm not even gonna be able to play this like at midnight when it unlocks. Like that's just terrible. <laughs> for like five and a half hours to download four gig stupid absolutely insane
1: i mean it's it's inexcusable really that you can 't get full whack connection like when you were on Xbox, if you had a hundred meg connection, you got That's a hundred a, meg yeah.
0: download yeah
1: you know but if you if you go into into the the network configuration test thing on the PlayStation. It doesn't matter what connection you've got, you never go above about 46, 48, something oh, like that.
0: Um, I, I hit about 58 to 60 on a good day. Okay, so you're butt.
1: getting 10 more meg than me, despite the fact you've got a, a, a double over th- 100 th- th- meg <laughs> yeah, connection. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely pathetic. Yes. And, uh, another reason to buy an xbox one perhaps oh, no
0: it's getting scary yeah i reckon if they bring in what they said about the cloud gaming mate they're they're away
1: fantastic development this is that lunatic whoever he is is changing the complexion of the race <sighs> yeah no you could be
0: no you could be right i i haven't heard them say one word since they announced that at the very beginning but if if they suddenly come out and be like, "Fucking, you remember this thing that we told you about three years ago? Check this shit out!" Boom, could happen. Because at the time, I was like, these, "These boys could do this." Like Microsoft have got like the you know network capabilities there for for this kind of instance, but it just hasn't been spoke of since. So <laughs> we shall see. It'd be fucking cool, though, buddy. It would. We shall see.
1: Right, last last piece of news. Um this uh just popped up today and I thought it was quite nice because it's not very often that you hear this. Um the I don't know if you've seen the trailer for the new Mission Impossible movie, uh, Rogue Nation. Um
0: I haven't seen the uh I haven't seen the trailer, but I have seen fucking Tom Cruise do one of his stunts, which is fucking amazing. <laughs> He's um kind of revitalised
1: this thing like I thought the last Mission Impossible film was really really good I really enjoyed it the one in Dubai with Simon Pegg and uh, Jeremy Renner like fucking cool film I really liked it and this looks more of the same all the same cast really sort of exciting action sequences and stuff anyway the reason we're talking about this um, in that trailer there's a scene where a plane's taking off a jumbo jet's taking off and uh Tom Cruise's character Ethan is uh, sort of hanging off it while Simon Pegg's trying to open up the back doors, and uh, it looks incredible. Like the stunts look amazing in this film. But uh, someone on Twitter asked the, I think it's Macquarie, the um, the director for this, Chris Macquarie. He he was asked on Twitter where they got the idea for this plane scene and uh, he name-checked name Uncharted 3. You know, nice. the scene where you're uh, above the desert and yeah, uh, fighting yeah. the big butch fella. Um, that was their inspiration. And I just thought it was nice and worth mentioning that uh, a video game was inspiring a Hollywood film rather than the other way around. It's um, a sign of things to come, I think.
0: And, I think so, definitely.
1: I mean, Uncharted, really, like... I'm still salivating over that Uncharted (laughs) four gameplay demo. Unbelievable! (laughs) Can't wait to play that. Could still be like over a year away, you know. True,
0: but we'll get the whatever remastered Uncharted, untouched, or I don't know what it's called. Um, That that, is that definitely coming out this year.
1: Yeah, it's out soon.
0: I sound like we're we're picking November,
1: September, November. We're definitely picking that up. Yeah we are, absolutely. Yeah. Although no multiplayer in those.
0: I thought some of it's got co-op, isn't it?
1: Single player campaigns only, it says. Oh the, is it? Ah um... oh, boo. Boo Boo. But anyway, yeah. Uncharted inspires Hollywood. We like that.
0: Yeah, cool.
1: And that is the end of the news.
0: Dust News. La news. <laughs> Now it's time for out this week. What oh, we got this week, buddy. I'm sure there's loads of great games in this <laughs> festive season.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Um Breach and Clear Deadline. Deadline. Uh, that, <laughs> that's out on the 21st of July on PC. It's so a squad-based top-down action RPG. Actually looks really cool and um quite like the look of that sort of um, XCOM kind of vibe, but uh, live action rather than squ- um, turn-based, but sort of squad combat and stuff. Online elements. Very cool. Um Previously mentioned <laughs> Hatterfall Boyfriend, uh, Girl Trying to Fuck Pigeon Simulator. <laughs> That's out on the 21st on PS4 and Vita. Yeah, can't um, mind. We have Journey, which we mentioned in last week's news. Journey is out on the 21st on PS4. Uh, I will be buying that because I never played it and I've always wanted to and it looks yep. gorgeous. Even more so now. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. Do you want to have a go? One Chanbara Z2 Chaos. Okay, that's coming out uh, on the 21st on the PS4. It's a it's like Monster Hunter kind of um, live action Final Fantasy sort of uh, scantily clad manga characters fight squid monsters and so on. I like that it's um, Z
0: two. What was Z one yeah. or just Z2? I
1: don't know. I don't know. Um, worth mentioning at this point, we have yet to uh, th- there's yet to be any reviews of the Godzilla game released, or we'd be talking oh, about man. that this week, but. Um, we will report back to you next week once the reviews have come out for that. Panda watch. <laughs> panda watch. <laughs> Get out of here, panda jerk. Yeah. Tembo the Badass Elephant is coming out on Xbox One, PS4 and PC, also on the 21st of July. It is a 2D side-scroller where you play an elephant bouncing around. It reminded me a little bit of Donkey Kong Country on the SNES, that yeah. sort of... Um, kind of overbearing frame of an animal kind of plodding through the levels and then jumping and charging and and stuff looks quite cool that actually um, if we weren't completely over the 2D side scrollers which we kind of are yes Um, Yase Ninja is coming out on the Xbox One, PS4 and PC also on the 21st it's a 2D and 3D hack and slash adventure game that makes Um, no sense Looks quite cool. Uh, Binding of Isaac, Rebirth. We've had that on PlayStation already, I think. That's out on Xbox One, Wii U, and New 3DS on the 23rd of July. Danger.
0: Sorry? Not the old 3DS, then.
1: I guess the fact they've stated it means that it won't work on the old one, and I don't know if there's many games that have come out so far where that's the case.
0: Um, There was that Blue Blade or Blade blond Whatever it was. The one that came out. Oh, Blumbly, yeah. Yeah, back in, like, February or something, I think. Uh, I, I don't know. know. I'm going to say that was one. Blue balls. Mm. Blue, <laughs> Blue balls. Blue Uh Blues and Bullets
1: PC, July 23rd. It is an episodic gangster adventure game, and it looks fucking cool. Uh, nice. and you might to have a pop at this, um, being PC boy like you are, having a yep. system that can run things. Yeah. Um, you might want to have a look at this, because I, wa- I watched the trailer and a bit of gameplay before we came on here, and um, shit me, uh, I'd like that to come to consoles, please, because it looks <laughs> really cool. Um, then we have Capsule Force on the PS4 and PC, um, which sounds like uh, an anal suppository to me. Yeah, Capsule Force, Capsule Force. Twenty no. yeah. third of July, two D retro shooter, um, and finally Victor Vran is coming out. PC Mac and Linux It's a cool action RPG, sort of isometric view with stats and XP and weapons and so on, um, and that looks cool as well. And that is out this week. And now it's time for Fuck Wit Corner. You go play the team tune,
0: sing the team tune. Back with
1: Curly with Funk. Back with Curly with Funk. You get the question. I'll be so good for the Scottish play do you remember when Little Britain was popular and also good Nah, vaguely I bought it on DVD the first season I had it on DVD that's
0: I don't know why I never buy
1: DVDs like ever I mean what are you going to do with them (laughs) download the (laughs) Blu-ray yeah
0: exactly what the fuck
1: uh, first question from Funk this week uh, isn't a question, it's a statement. statement. And, uh, fuck
0: with statement, coming at you. Fuck
1: with statement, this just in. Um, <laughs> the Division has a release date. This amuses me, and it should amuse everyone. Indeed it does, buddy. It amuses us as well, buddy. I feel like he's got a bit of a... a He's kind of dwelling on a specific topic here this week. So uh, his first first question, uh, bearing in mind for for the listeners, um, we were playing with Funk on Friday night when we were trying to play F1. Um, He was easily as excited, if not more excited, than us about F1. He's been waiting for a long time for it. Um, So his first question this week... Um, When was the last multiplayer title launch that actually worked? Uh, And is there a bigger joke on the gaming community than how easily they all get away with it? Such bungling wouldn't be tolerated in any other industry. So why are total tards being rewarded for such epic failure on all levels?
0: So, first part. What was the last multiplayer title of the launch that actually worked? So, uh, should we just head back to through our game library where games worked?
1: Yeah, can you uh, can you think? Um, Elder Scrolls didn't work. That was fucked. Uh, no, that didn't work. Uh, Des- did Destiny work? Destiny worked. Did it? Yeah, Destiny worked. Okay. Destiny I mean, it had extensive alpha and beta testing, but that's true. But that's if that's why thing. it worked, then it's fairly obvious what's fucking wrong. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> yeah. needs to do that. Uh, F1, of course, didn't have a, a beta test. Worth noting. Um, might have been a good idea in hindsight, Codemasters. You fucking chumps. Yes. Um, because here we are now. Um, what else? What else have we had?
0: I'm trying to think like what other like this year what's on, come out
1: this year and worked straight off the bat
0: fuck what have we even bought this year I can't even think buddy <laughs> my mind is totally blank so there obviously isn't... Project Cars worked yeah 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 it did didn't it I mean it? It,
1: it's got some glitches in it um, but those aren't server-related. Yeah, yeah, we've we cracked it, to, buddy. Yeah, Project, Project Cars. Cars.
0: There you go. We got into lobbies and could play and there weren't any issues, was there?
1: No, it was all good, and it still is. It's a great yes. game. Good game. Um. So the next part of this question, is there a bigger joke on the gaming community than how easily they all get away with it? Now, I'd love to know the answer to this because every time I, I pop onto a a, gaming, a community site or social media site of a developer or a publisher that have launched a game that's broken, there are just as many people on that website defending the developer and publisher for their broken product as there are people complaining. Yes. Um, I don't understand that. That needs to change. I mean, you're, you're validating broken products. You're, you're justifying things that Shouldn't be justified.
0: <laughs> people are taking like a, a, some sort of like human emotion into it. Uh, you know, they they feel sorry for the people behind the game. Um, I, I guess and feel like uh, they they shouldn't be. I don't know, slandered so much uh, because you know they're doing the best they can, which is a classic uh, remark. But like you say, um. It's, it, it should work, you know. It's not this like this is a business you, you like any other. You buy a toaster, get it home, plug it in, and then it's like, oh, I'm only gonna warm your bread. You no, I'm, I'm just gonna heat it up a bit. I'm not actually. And you're like, toast oh, well, it. they
1: tried to make and, you know, one they, that they did cooks really that actually well. toasts it. Yeah. Uh, I know. I mean, it, it gets it warm, and I'm sure they're working on a fix or a solution for yeah, it, so that it'll I, I toast shouldn't... better in the future. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'll be able to download a patch on my toaster that will actually make this toaster work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's something that needs to change. It um, totally does. You know, if, but you, it won't. If it never working, will. No, it because won't. people people align themselves with businesses uh, in gaming. Um, Unlike anything else, really, people take it like, like, like supporting a football team. You know, people get behind particular developers, behind particular publishers, and behind particular franchises. Some
0: sort of fanboy, is that what? And we're they, talking yeah,
1: about? yeah, it is <laughs> fanboyism, and they, they yeah. take it personally if that is attacked, even if it's attacked rightfully.
0: Yeah, with um, reason.
1: I think there is. It's worth noting, and this isn't a particularly popular opinion, but it's it is worth noting that gaming, certainly multiplayer gaming, there is absolutely nothing like that on the planet. And in terms of of finding bugs, finding problems, think so many things can go wrong. Um, oh, totally. But at the same time, you'd be well within your rights to suggest that, well, I don't fucking care. Like, if you're providing a service, it needs to work, and they should have they should have tested it relentlessly yeah, and done everything for... they needed to do to release a product that works, and yeah. it's not happening.
0: Yeah, especially for people that, like, buy your product outright at the beginning, Because they're going to be forking out the most amount of money for it, you know. Whereas people that buy it like, you know, a year or so later and where they get it cheaper, you know. like Who gives a fuck what they're talking about? Like, I bought your game on the get-go. I spent like 40, 50, 60 quid or whatever on this game. Why isn't it bloody working? I don't know. Dumb fuck. I think
1: the absolute bottom line is... You you cannot give an inch. Like you genuinely can't give an inch. You should be complaining. Everyone should be shouting from the rooftops. This this is fucking broken, and it's unacceptable. Because that's the only way things will change. And you know, I don't know why it's it's. Well, I've always I've always kind of had the opinion that the reason that the this industry is the way it is is because it was born out of games being basically toys for children. Yeah. Now we're not we're not there anymore. Of course we're not. You know, uh, there's there's millions of adult gamers. These consoles are expensive, and it, you know, people, kids, eight year olds aren't getting sort of PS4s necessarily all the time any more than thirty five year olds are. And yeah. Games are coming out, there's many with 18s each year as as are, you know, U's and PG's and so on. It's the same as any other business now, but it started with cartoony games for children. And there's always been that hangover there, ever since. And it's this sort of, kind of, vibe that I get off of publishers that... You know game they're just it's just gamers it's just a bunch of fucking geeky kids, you know, so we can fucking get away with whatever we want because they're just a bunch of fucking geeky kids they'll suck it up anyway, half of them will fucking defend us, so we don't need to we don't need to make the effort to make sure everything's rosy and I've always kind of felt that, and I, that needs to change, but it's going to be a gradual process. it already is to a degree, but
0: well, yeah, definitely, because like, well, Steam are doing the whole bloody um, digital refunds and stuff, aren't they? Now, I mean, that's a big, yeah, absolutely big, big, big step forward, Because then, if we did buy a game on whatever day and then play it on game night, as long as it's within the two hours of gameplay, and we're like, this is fucked, we can be like, bosh, give me my money back. Fuck and that's you, what needs guys. to
1: happen. Power to the consumer. It, that needs to come in on the consoles as well. Now yep. everything's going digital because. I swear to you the other night on on Friday Night Game Night I reckon we would have returned it we yeah. would have returned it we might have bought it again in the future once it was working properly but we we would have returned it I didn't even think about trying to get a refund on it even though it wasn't working maybe I've been brainwashed it
0: to, to a degree <laughs> as well. The, the main one was uh, Project Cars wasn't it? I know that, that on the internet everyone went bananas over that because it was totally fucked and some people did manage to get refunds but it shouldn't be that you mean Drive hard. Club? Oh, yeah, sorry. What did I say? Project Cars. Project cars. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Uh, drive Club, yeah. and um, It shouldn't be that hard to get a refund for a game or a product um, this day and age. Stupid.
1: No, it shouldn't. And yeah. again, I think that's that's the same thing that I was talking about. They yeah. just they think we're fucking stupid geeky kids. Yeah. And that needs to disappear because it's just not the case anymore.
0: Totally. And uh, I think that pretty much uh, sums up that statement there or that question even.
1: Absolutely. a question for us here at the justice for gamers podcast every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out and now it's time for questions and answers who's in this week's come on hit me We got a couple from PJ, and we got one from Ellen.
0: Dizzle again, trying to get his own section, like it. He wants it. He wants it it bad. Yeah, it's
1: fair enough. It could happen.
0: It it might do.
1: PJ, I know, I know what you're going to say here. By the way, Ash. Um, First question from PJ: What genre is underrepresented on the consoles?
0: First-person shooters. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's just just That's, no shooters it's just, it's just especially no with shooters. zombies especially with zombies with, yeah zombies yeah, yeah. Um, RTS is buddy clearly obviously. RTS
1: strategy games we want yeah. some strategy games or, or please sim give us some strategy and
0: stuff, games like you know generally games that are awesome <laughs> and uh mainly just dominated on PC and nowhere else which is a shame so yeah
1: as far as i know the ps4 and i think the xbox one although i'm not 100% both support a mouse and keyboard uh
0: probably i don't know i know keyboard i don't know about mouse never tried it yeah well
1: I don't know. Either I mean that's that's kind of always been the bone of contention with strategy games on True. consoles is mapping the controls to a controller. Um but some games have done it in the past. Command and Conquer did a reasonable job. Halo Wars did an excellent job.
0: yeah um, Civ River the de- Lou- blue 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 it is. Yeah, that works. Tropico
1: Blue Balls is doing yes. it. Tropico's like flying the flag it's, it's yeah, the totally. only game in its genre on the consoles at yeah. the moment and uh, if they can do it then why not other people you know like you saw I thought Anno looked fantastic yeah, in the Ubisoft really cool. conference at E3 I'd love that to be coming to console
0: yeah that'd be fucking sweet buddy I'd be all over that
1: next question from PJ Connect had so much potential where did Microsoft go wrong um, with Connect, yeah, I don't feel that Connect had so much potential. I thought it was bollocks. Um, uh, the, the biggest mistake that Microsoft made with Connect was showing tech demos in adverted commas uh, yeah, yeah. of the Connect working, um, doing things that it absolutely couldn't fucking do no under any circumstances, um, and. Uh, this can happen in the industry uh, ask Ubisoft <laughs> if you pretend that your stuff is fucking spectacular and can do things that it absolutely can't people might be a bit perturbed by that they might be a bit annoyed and uh, no more so than Kinect I think Connect was uh, a direct response to what Nintendo were doing at the time, a, a halfway yes, house, definitely half-assed approach at using your body as a controller. Something Nintendo mastered, courtesy of people like Satoru Iwata, and they never went full on. They never went balls to the wall with that thing. They just used it as a sort of. Crutch alongside the rest of the yeah, business.
0: It was a way to bump sales up, like halfway through the the cycle of the console. That's all it was. It's like, hey, peripheral, woo, <laughs> buy buy more stuff. And it's like exactly. Mm. I totally did. I bought it, and then yeah. I was like, that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, I think I had like one game and that was Connect Sports or whatever it was and that was it i never got any other other Connect games <laughs> so yeah
1: pointless no. pretty much yeah it just didn't work very well
0: and it was one of the things that put us off from buying an Xbox One the fact that it came with a fucking Connect, and there was no way of not using it and then suddenly yeah we know what happened there Um they came to their senses once again but yeah the the connects i don't think it had it, no i don't think it has any potential because like even like with tvs with cameras in where you could like change the channel and shit with it it's like i don't want to wave my arms about i just fucking i just press a button like why would i lift my arm up when i can just be like oop pressing a button yep the yeah. the
1: Wii it the Wii worked because the entire console, the entire business, and all of the games were tailored to that specific peripheral and that yeah. that specific hardware. That was what they were all about. This is the Wii. This is what it does. And now we're going to release game after game after game that that utilise this. This is what this console is for. And a hundred million sales later. I think they probably cracked that, you know. But Connect always felt like an add-on. It always felt like a gimmick. Yeah. And in the end, it was completely proven to be so because they just ditched it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. Up yours, PJ. (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) our final question this week uh, is from Ellen who can't help but notice a bit of a backlog of... PlayStation Plus games, building up in her library. Uh, She says will you ever go back and play old PS Plus games from months ago, a year ago, whatever. I've listed a few here for you, buddy. Um, Okay. So these are games that I haven't touched for, well probably since the month that they came out. Okay. Transistor, which I was absolutely all over at the time. Yeah. Haven't played since, never completed it. Don't uh-huh. starve, Spelunky, Mercenary Kings, Dead Nation, Strider, Velocity 2X, uh Infamous First Light. I know you've dipped into that one uh, Ooh, fairly I recently. Did. I the did. Swapper, um Ditto. I don't know if I will ever go back and play these games, to be honest. And it, I think part of that is the fact they were given to me. It doesn't feel like I need to extract value from them because no, they were totally. chucked at me. They're, they're, I had a if go you at want them. To play it. Yeah, exactly. They're there, if, they're there if I want to. I think people, PC gamers and their Steam libraries with their humble bundles, they'll yeah. uh, be able to relate to what I'm saying here. Yeah, totally. Um,
0: like you, you buy a humble bundle mainly for a certain one or two possible games and then you end up with like another five or six and then they just sit there doing nothing um but um talking about say don't starve um what's the mining one um spelunky Ste- no steamworld dig um, oh yeah and um swapper uh I have played all of them on the Vita um, within the past couple of months, I must say. Um, not on the PS4, uh, obviously, because you know my views on that. Uh, and Infamous First Light, yeah, I totally went back to that like a month or so ago, was it? I spoke about it in a podcast. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I haven't. one One game that... I thought I would play, but I just haven't. It was the Metal Gear solid still? I haven't played that.
1: I haven't bothered with it either, really.
0: I I want to I want to go and get my my teeth into that. I was gonna say balls but that sounded weird. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gonna get my balls in there. I'm gonna
1: get my balls into Kiva Sutherland Yeah. I do.
0: All in it, yeah. Rad mouth. Mm. Uh, So I'm uh, going to do that at some point so that will be another game um, where I play it from back in the day but yeah like Counter Spy that's another one I haven't gone back to that I really really enjoyed that kind of thing
1: yeah I played like 20 hours of that so I probably won't go back to
0: that and and Mercenary Kings we played the fucking god knows how many hours we chucked into that thing Um, but yeah we're never going back to that it's just one of those things I mean most
1: of these most of these ones that I brought up um, I probably won't go back to them and but there's usually a reason why it's a transistor. Um, I reckon I will go back to. I reckon I will go back and finish that at some point. Still got it installed. One of the very few PS Plus games from a few months ago that I haven't deleted from my console. Um, Don't Starve. The reason I haven't played that is because I watched Sips of the Yogscast play it for like a 100 hours. Uh, I feel like I know all there is to know about that game and have no desire to play it. I feel like I've played it because I watched videos of...
0: in play on on Don't Starve if they brought out the Don't Starve together mod oh then we'd be back in straight away we'd jump on that instantly all over that but Spelunky
1: I I didn't like at all Mercenary Kings we played the shit out of I'd had enough it wasn't that great anyway there was just nothing else to play at the time (laughs) Dead Nation was fucked it used to crash my console to the point where I had to unplug it at the wall Yeah, Uh, hasn't really made me want to jump back in um, Strider, I thought was just boring. Uh, Velocity 2X, I never really fancied. Infamous First Light, I didn't like Infamous. Um, I played at half hour of First Light, I didn't like that either. Um, looking back over PS Plus, there's a shortage, man, of games that I really loved or really stuck with me. Um, and again, the best one ever, of course, Rocket League. I hope Rocket to play League, for weeks to come
0: yeah we'll still play that in a while uh, I don't see why not I mean you still got to wonder when are these like big big player games you know from launch titles yeah man like just throw it at us like. but then again like will we just be like meh fuck it I'm not bothered about that I Probably. think there is
1: a real tie a real link there what I said at the start yeah, totally. If I if I don't pay for something, then I don't feel like I and I do wonder how many games that I I play for many hours when I don't really want to. I just kind of think I do because I want to extract value from them. Um, yeah.
0: Elder yeah. I, I haven't paid for it,
1: it's been given <laughs> to me. I'm just like, Meh. yeah. I know what you're
0: saying. It's a funny one, isn't it? Um like that's a strange one. That need to fulfill the like um Justify the your purchase yeah yeah totally you want to get your money's worth kind of thing yeah yeah definitely only knows
1: how sad i've been without you when i hold you near i
0: can this is going to be an absolutely barnstorming storming finish
1: so i think that'll about do us for episode 19 of the podcast. Uh how have you found it this week, Ash? I'm a bit I'm a bit hot actually. It's a little bit humid.
0: I'm fine. I'm just, you know, a bit pissed off at F1. But fucking thank fuck for Rocket League, buddy. You know, that that game has made my week and probably this next week. I'm the most thing that I'm surprised about is though I haven't fucking played any GTA this week. What the fuck?
1: No, I, I haven't played any GTA this week. I haven't played any PES this week either. What um, is going on? This might be the first week ever that I haven't played PES. You cannot underestimate how much time I have spent on F1 2015. Like, I know we've given it a kicking on this episode, but as a single player experience, if you're an F1 fan oh my god it's just so great I absolutely love it
0: indeed buddy so a disappointing week but had a funny turn of events with Rocket League I must say Rocket League Uh, we're
1: going to play Rocket League right now if if you are a Playstation gamer and you haven't downloaded this thing yet go and download it immediately play it with your friends have a wicked time it's the absolute antidote to the simulation of Formula 1 um, unlock the Viking helmet, try and do some bicycle kicks in your radio-controlled <laughs> car. Uh, and thank you very, very much for listening. You can find us at www.justiceforgamers.com. We are at Facebook, forward slash Justice for Gamers. Twitter, we are at Justice for Gamer. Uh, we're on YouTube, just search Justice for Gamers and you'll find us on there. And we're also on Google+, Plus. if that's how you choose to live your life. Um I have been Alex and he has been Ash. See you next week. Goodbye for now.
0: Little old lady passing by, catching everyone's eye. You have such a charming.
1: You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash justice for gamers or Twitter at justice for gamer If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contactjusticeforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week and we'll catch you next time.